Number Seven Marriage Podcast. I am Javier, and I am Shannon, and here I'm here with Shannon. And today <gasps> we get no. to talk about my favorite subject. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Shannon, sorry, you just blew about ten people's eardrums out. I'm so sorry. Oh my. Okay. I do apologize for that. Shannon's still getting accustomed to having a microphone in front of her, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> So hopefully you're having a great week. Well, I know it's Tuesday, but hopefully you're having a great week. Um, uh, it's been fun connecting with everybody through the podcast, and mm-hmm. um, and we talk about it at the end. But we'd love for you to continue to connect and uh, share it and rate and review because that definitely helps us. And uh, yeah, we're having some fun conversations. I just I want to say something because it is kind of funny. Like you know, we're out on the road. Um, as you're hearing this podcast, we're uh, now in Arizona, and we're gonna start posting our itinerary where we are, um, but also more updates. You can follow us along in the Marriage Lab. Um, some exciting things. We're here for a couple of things. Uh, gonna be hopefully working with the church as well here locally, but also our daughter is getting married, uh, and so we're up here to help prepare for that. And so that's kind of a fun thing. But also the the last space that uh, spot that we were in. Uh, before Arizona, it was interesting because we're, we're going into places and people are like knocking on our door. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to have conversations. People drive by slowly. They take photos. They connect. They reach out. We've had conversations with a couple with people who have come in and sat down. We have great conversations with them. We've met great people. We've had um, walk down the street and, you know, we had a, a ran into a young kid who <laughs> who who says, hey, he, I just said, hey, buddy. And he's like, hey, my mom follows you guys on TikTok. On TikTok. Um, and and he's like, it's kind of cool having someone kind of famous here. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Famous we are not. But it's so interesting how I, we believe lives are being touched and transformed just by showing up in places where we're at. And that's what we meant to do with the Marriage Lab. So thank you for all of you who listen, who support, who are part of the work that we get to do. We know God is moving and doing a good work, even if it's just people being aware of who we are and where we're going. Shannon is rolling her eyes at me. No, I'm not. Yeah, she's rolling her eyes at me <gasps> saying you need roll? to stop talking so we can get going. She's like a kid in a candy store. Um, so let's talk about sex, baby. Let's (laughs) let's talk about it. It's my favorite subject. This is Shannon's favorite subject. I'm going to explain why really quick. Yeah. Tell them why. Okay. But we're going to talk. Now we can't cover everything. No, we can't. We're going to touch on a couple aspects of it. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up in a home where sex was never talked about. Well, me too. Yeah. We both did. Well, I don't know why it's not your favorite subject then. So, um, Hmm. basically... I grew up in a home where it was never talked about. I grew up in a Christian home, and it was just kind of like sex bad, marriage good. And the only, the only sex talk I got was after I went and saw the movie Dirty Dancing. And my mom said, they have premarital sex, Shannon, and you shouldn't do that. Well, that, that, that doesn't fly. That doesn't work. That's, that's, that's no bueno. Because then what, just I, having that conversation. Well, there, well it was a it was a ten second conversation. But there's truth in the con- in the statement. But like in terms of what we believe, but that's a whole another podcast. Like when okay. we just when we just tell people don't do it. Like we're not ever talking about the reasons why and the importance of it. But that's a different podcast. Wow. Okay. Okay. Can I digress. Can I, yeah, you digress. So because of that and having a crisis pregnancy at 15 years old. I made a pact with myself that when I had kids, 
that we would have open dialogue, that they would know that sex is amazing, that it's something God created, that it you should not be ashamed of your body, and that it would always be talked about and celebrated in our home. And if you were to talk to my girls, they would say, Mom, please stop talking. So because of that, I always feel like there's so much baggage that people carry around sex, around shame or abuse or um, what it's supposed to be, what it should be, what it's not. And I just like to open those dark places and expose them. And I want people to walk in freedom because it is such a life-giving part of your marriage. And it should be something that you should thoroughly enjoy. So I just I just want that for people sure. so bad. And and we we're gonna jump into something, but before we do, like we wanna we do wanna acknowledge that we know everybody's in a different place. Yes. We know there's some people who have some some wounds and brokenness mm-hmm. around this area and it's very sensitive for them. Um, and there's been some past hurts. There may be abuse in your past that has kind of come in and hindered you uh, sexually in the bedroom with your spouse. Like we know there's all these cases and things that people navigate and struggles. And so we're not minimizing that. Um, there are there are resources or support and there, that's stuff that we definitely will be talking about. But at the same time, um, you know, this is an important subject to be able to talk about and how do you, mm-hmm. how does that become, you know, a healthy rhythm in your life? But I think we're, we're going to more talk about like, you know, how, like when roles are different and like one person may have a higher libido than the other person and maybe it started out one way where the woman was higher and the guy wasn't or the guy had a higher drive and now the woman doesn't like or they've swapped. So there's just different situations that we heard about. And culture or society would say men are supposed to have a high drive all the time and women just don't. Mm-hmm. And Which that's not necessarily lie. true. No, because God gave us the desire that he gave us the same the, the same but different things as men. But there's no reason why we can't desire our husbands, want them, be turned on by them. Like those are all things that God put in us. And sometimes society puts these stereotypes on them. And what I want to do is kind of dismantle those stereotypes and be like, no, um, for when and we're going to just be transparent early on in our marriage. Javier had a higher sex drive. Yeah, than, I did. <laughs> than me. And maybe that was because we were, I don't know new parents or things like that but now the roles have reversed and i have a higher sex drive and javi has a lower sex drive and there's nothing wrong with that and there are so many people that i feel like just saying that out loud frees them to be like oh my gosh there's people out there like us like i'm not weird i'm not abnormal there's nothing no. wrong with you well and i i think it's more i'm not i'm not minimizing how a woman would feel but i'm saying with guys because there's this expectation, this feeling like you're a guy, you're supposed to want it, you're supposed to desire it. And, we, and we've and we always talked about, not we, but like I'm saying, marriage and like as people have coached others or you've heard at marriage conferences that for guys, like marriage can be very, I mean, sorry, sex can be very disconnected, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, we share at the boot camps, like, you know, a guy can go to work, get laid off, 
you know, uh, run over a dog on the way home. And his house is like, on fire. Like, come inside, and the garage is on fire, and all his tools are up in flames. He'll walk in, and he'll say, hey, honey, how you doing? You ready? Let's go to the bedroom. Like, it just, it's not connected to everything. Where, yeah. for the most part, and I would say it's probably a higher percentage with women, everything's kind of connected. Yes. Not a good day with the kids. Things weren't well at the house. You know, emotionally, she's feeling disconnected. And so, no, she's not in that place of being in the mood like you are mm-hmm. right away. Um, but then again, like it's not always true because that can be switched. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can actually be where it's connected, where I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed, maybe a little bit stressed. Um, I'm processing a lot through my mind and I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about biblically. True. What, what but, a spouse. Well, but let's not just skate over that. So yeah. how does a guy... Like, what would you say? Like, if how do I, how would a guy communicate that to his spouse so she understands she doesn't feel? Because in the past, I could say that to you, and I'm in that mood, and you would feel like rejected. You may feel yes. hurt. You may feel like not valued or not pursued. So how have how have I done that? That's made you feel like not rejected or unloved. Oh, that's hard because we have gone through many seasons of of working through this together, of figuring out this rhythm. And I think that for me, um, I had to get to a place where I had to learn that it wasn't about me because for, for many years I did think I was like, Oh my gosh, he, if I could be skinnier, if I could be taller, if I could be blonder, (laughs) taller, really (laughs) taller, Okay. There are That's surgeries. I'm just joking. That's a funny um, one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I kept thinking, it's me. It's me. Because if I look different, then he would always want it. And then you, re- then as I peel back the layers and discover, you know what? It's it's not that. That it's okay that men don't have this high sex drive all the time. But you've had to learn, because I do have the higher one, that there's compromises that you make. Sure. But we're not done with that piece about you. Like... <laughs> Because there's a lot of women who may be struggling, yeah. like like there can be something attached to it. Like it's great you have a high sex drive, but it also has come to a place where like sex doesn't become the answer to your value, your worth, and your identity. Mm-hmm. Like just getting that. So if you didn't get it, you're feeling destroyed, like you don't feel valuable, wanted, or pursued. Like it's knowing women that you are daughter of the king and you are to pursued but and at admired. The, but I'm sorry, loved. I have to disagree oh, with you. What? Because on the other hand, it is very important as a wife that I feel valued, absolutely. pursued, and desired by my no, husband. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is it's it, it's not just sex. It's not just sex. No, but that's not the – if that's your answer to just being mm. valued and pursued and when you don't get it, you'll nope. be very disappointed. But when it comes to that one thing, I do want to know that I'm desired, of course. wanted. Yes, you're not – I hear what I'm saying. <laughs> that is true that yes. you're wanted you're pursued. But that is not the answer, ultimately. God is the answer and the only one that validates you, where your identity is rooted and where it lies. I'm not disagreeing with you either. But what I'm saying is that in marriage, it is that... that (laughs) Why are we not understanding each other? (laughs) No, I hear what you're saying. In marriage, it is important 
that that sex is spiritual connection it is emotional connection it is all those it is all of that but it is important and it is important and you can't what i'm saying is don't discount that i need to know that my husband desires and wants me no one is discounting that okay, piece good. and no one is hearing that at all what we're saying is what i'm saying is that piece is important and it's important that you have that sense of connection through that yes and that i'm doing those things and pursuing you in that way but also if your husband has a difficult day or he doesn't connect or yes. he's going through depression or he lost his job and having a hard time and feels like he doesn't have what it takes and like him giving and doing that is tough for him in that season mm-hmm. and you guys talk about it mm-hmm. it shouldn't devastate the other spouse it shouldn't make them feel like I'm not worthy. He doesn't love me. No, it's happening because of some other reasons. But that's only going to come through some hard conversations, Correct. deep but, conversations and connecting. But that's what I was communicating. Like you guys got to hear us work that out. That yes, it's a value, but there's also like an understanding because you did that with me understanding I went through a season where it was very difficult mm-hmm. where I just felt like I had nothing left to give. And it wasn't about not desiring you or not pursuing you. It was about me and feeling I didn't have what it took, like just in terms of serving and loving and pursuing Mm -hmm. you. And so instead of moving towards my spouse, I'd actually pull away from you. Mm -hmm. And that was a difficult season. And but now you're on the other side where you've you've learned that if we didn't do it, that it's not about you. Per yeah. se. No, and that's that, where I want people I'm to find okay. want people to find freedom. Yeah. Because and also for guys to understand, like if your libido's low, it's okay. Yeah. But you have to talk about it and you have to communicate it and maybe find ways where, honey, I can't right now feel really stressed, but I really do love you. I want to. Can we tonight or tomorrow? Like mm-hmm. and then deliver on that. Yeah. Like don't just say it and then show up empty handed, right? Like deliver mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for women when husbands ask, like, hey, the kids are asleep or whatever. The dog is out in the backyard. But some people are like, I ain't going to do that because he hasn't behaved today. Like, he hasn't done A, B, and C. And so that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. But what I'm saying. When one person has a greater drive than the other. But if you're a female and your husband has a higher sex drive, um, and you recognize that you say no a lot, how can you come into their space and fulfill their need? Or even if you were to say no, is it a, but a yes to in a little bit? Is it yes to let's in the morning? Like making sure that your no's don't just roll over and are just no, 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 well, one after the other. How can a wife communicate a no without saying no? Oof. We just did a post on this and... It goes back to what, how husbands prepare to have sex at night, like what they're doing all day, um, which is a great post, and all husbands should go back and read it. But your husband asks if you guys can have sex, and you don't want to, and you need to communicate that. I think affirming your husband, like, whatever your pet names are for each other, Pookie, Babe, whatever. I love you. I I did have a rough day. I had a long day at work or I, I'm having a really tough time in school or with the kids, whatever it is, and I want to, would you mind if I 
took a shower, if I went for a run first, um, would you mind if, if if I could get a rain check on that in the morning? Rain check. <laughs> <laughs> for some of you, a rain check meant you. Do you think they won't know what a rain <laughs> check is? Some people, well, I, I'm sure they know what a rain check is. No, I bet they don't know. Well, some I'm sure most know. It's, it's basically if you went to a store to get something that was on sale, was on it had to sale, be on sale, and they didn't have it, they actually would write you a piece of paper saying you can come back when it's in stock, and we'll give you the sales price. That don't happen anymore. When it's out, it's out. <laughs> but anyways, giving your spouse an opportunity to yeah. connect later. Or... I think just saying no and ignoring that they had a, a need, um, it can it can start to do tiny bits of it, it wears and tears at the other spouse so I think just like cautiously how you go about expressing like why you don't want to um, there's so many layers to that because we also talk a great deal about how um, husbands and wives serve each other throughout the day it plays into what will happen at night if something happens too um, which is vitally important, but that is a whole nother podcast yeah. in itself. Yeah. And with and women, it's understanding also like with your guys, if their drive is not where it used to be, it's not because they're interested in somebody else. It's not because they're out looking at something else or they're into pornography. I mean, has those cases happened? Oh, yes, absolutely. But and that is not, a problem. But you, but you can't automatically go to that place and assume that you have to go to them and have a conversation. If you're feeling that you haven't connected that way, explain why that's important to you, why that that, that connection, you know, sexually is important and valuable mm -hmm. to each of you or for you um, and what it means for you. And at the same time, you as husbands have to be able to be open and vulnerable and communicate like, you know, I, I feel overwhelmed or I feel stressed like or I feel it's too much work. And we've heard that before where guys might feel it's too much work and mm -hmm. I've had a long day at work. And to serve somebody else and do something else is too mm. much. And that sounds like a horrible thing to say, but some guys feel that way. Um, and I'm going to tell you, men right now, listen up. Like, it's not right to go and tell your wife, like, you know what, that's just too much right now. It's just too much work. Because now they feel like, a, like something you need to check off the list, a duty, an obligation, as a set of somebody that you want to pursue and desire to serve. And even sometimes it's communicating, I've had a tough day. I'm tired maybe just take a shower honey and then maybe later we can later the wife being understanding but then also it is like hearing and listening and then serving your wife can i just because you? you may not feel like it yeah but you're still called to serve your wife and her needs yeah and the wife is called to serve her husband and his needs as well but i'm gonna call you on the carpet because you have used that line on me which one where i have asked to have sex and you're like um, is this going to be a long one or is this going to be a quickie? And I'll be like, are you serious right now? I'll be like, fine, let's just do a quickie. But you have used that before because I go. know that you are tired now you and you're like, you're, and you've told, and you'll be like, this is, it's just, so it's not the right said, way to form it. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's having to communicate and it the right way. Let me just say why, because. So how would I communicate that differently? Well, I'm just going to clarify something really quick that women, take longer to orgasm than men not all the time but mm -hmm. sometimes so sometimes sex takes longer because we take longer and sometimes men husbands need to be more patient with us yes we talk about that yeah yeah we do talk about that but how how could i tell you differently we're going to wrap this up how can i tell you differently in those moments then 
You know what it is? It's almost sometimes not what you say, Javi. It's your facial expressions and your tone with me. Oh. When you... So you're saying it's in general to everybody, not just me. <laughs> Does like, it feel don't, like... don't approach with tone or with facial expressions when you, as if, like, When you oh, sigh no. and roll your eyes, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay. So here you have it. We're not perfect. No, we we're not. We are still working it out and figuring yeah. it out. So when you when I ask and sometimes you're like, um, Pookie, not can can we later tonight? And so I'll be like, So you need yes. to tell you're telling men right now. Yes. Your that tone. How you say it, how you respond. Your body language. And and then on the other side, I'm telling women how you receive it and to seek to understand what may have gone on in their day. Yes. Also, how that plays into it. Because there's times women you're gonna want him to understand what's gone on in your day. It's been a tough day. Emotionally, you're drained, and you just need to be held. Mm -hmm. You just need someone to listen to you and have non-sexual touch. Non-sexual touch is important. That's hard for so some guys. So that's very difficult for some guys, but sometimes that's all they need. And sometimes I tell Shannon, that's all I need. Like, I want my wife to hug me and just, <laughs> I just need to cuddle on the couch. And that actually cuddle. makes me feel good. It actually makes me feel like, Ah, deep breath and I feel refreshed and then it makes me want to do more later. Yeah. And so like she's learned that and we're both learning that. Yeah. Anyways. I'm gonna say one more thing no, as we wrap up. Yeah, I'm no, gonna say one more up? thing. No, I'm gonna say one more thing. Um, I hope that this podcast, as you're listening, pushes you to have the hard conversations with your spouse because we have coached and I have personally coached so many women who um, don't talk about sex with their spouse. So I just hope that this encourages you to have those hard conversations because they're much needed and it's going to draw you closer. And I promise you it will be fruitful what will come from that. It will it will definitely um, stir some things up, but it'll, it'll push you to do something that is so vital to your marriage. Yeah. So let me share with them. We are a partner supported ministry. And so the work that we get to do is 24 seven marriage and the marriage lab on the road across the U S bringing our workshops and boot camps is made possible by people who come alongside and partner with us, support the podcast, support the work we're doing, invest into marriages. And, and so we want you to be part of that. If you go to two, four, seven marriage.org, there's a partner button where you can do that. And we'd love to have you be one of our partners, but also make sure you subscribe and rate and review the this podcast that helps us go up in the and rankings share this podcast. and share it out. Um, but would you take a minute or two to do that for us today? That would be huge. We'd be grateful for that and make sure that, um, yeah, you follow us on, uh, social media, on social media on two, four, seven marriage and, uh, to keep up on what's going on with, uh, the marriage lab, where we're at and where we're going to be. So hopefully we can connect with you, our listeners and those who've been following us. All right. Have an epic rest week. of the week and we'll can't look forward to, we look forward to hearing all the great sex you're having with your spouse <laughs> wow awesome. javier anyways okay. we'll talk to you soon bye, bye.